While the prayers of a righteous man availeth much, the prayers of a righteous bug aren't as effective. In fact, there is no such thing as a righteous bug. But that doesn't stop the infamous praying mantis from folding its hands whenever it gets the chance. But contrary to unpopular belief, the mantis isn't actually praying with an A. He's praying with an E. These hands, folded in mock prayer, are actually swift to shed blood. Insect blood, that is. But that's just another day in the brutal world of insects here in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today we're talking about an insect that's not as pious and charitable as its posture projects. But more on that later. There we go. That was pretty good. (laughs) That was hard to say. Pious posture. I like it. That's that's, that's pretty similar to some of my nicknames. Interesting. But, But first tell us what we're talking about. We're talking about... The European mantis, not the mantis shrimp, the actual mantis this time. See episode two or three? Six? I think it's six. Oh, six? Really? Yeah, I think it's six. I think the bowerbird is seven, mantis shrimp is six. But yeah, not the mantis shrimp, although I think the mantis shrimp would wipe the floor with a, with a, a praying mantis, but um, still one inspired the other, the naming of the other at least. You know, the, and the praying mantis is one of is a is a nickname that people give it. It's actually just the European mantis, but of course everybody calls it the praying mantis, and we'll get into why it's called that later on if it's not obvious. Um, but we're going to call it here the penitent predator, the supplicating slayer, and the thankful thorax. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's three of the four um, acts. Yeah, yeah, of <laughs> the four things that Jesus tells us to pray about uh, oh, in the Lord's Prayer. Ways to pray. Or just the four sections, like, you know, uh, adoration, confession, uh, thanksgiving, and supplication. So but which one didn't you say, adoration? Is ad- adoration. He doesn't look like he's adoring anything but himself, really. Uh, the adoring arthropoda. Yeah, I guess we could have done that. <laughs> well, you, you already dipped your toe into the taxonomy so why don't you why don't you play his home keyboard cat okay uh it's in the kingdom you know love and are in the kingdom animalia it's in the phylum arthropoda it's in the class insecta mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that means that means that means things are going to get brutal that's right yeah it's in the order mantodae that's mantodae man mantises mantidae it's mantises yeah it's in the family mantidae <laughs> same thing or almost same the same thing with just an i instead of the o man today has been long <laughs> it really has i agree it's in the tribe if you're into that mantini mantini that sounds like cutting edge men's swimwear <laughs> Mantini's gonna be funny next episode it's uh, e- it's either yeah it's either uh men's swimwear like european men's swimwear or it's um <laughs> or it's like or it's like uh, whiskey in a martini glass. <laughs> yeah. It's scotch in a martini glass. This is mantini. It's avant-garde either way. It's true. It's in the genus Mantis. It's in the species Religosa. Religiosa. Reli- Re- Religiosa, duh. 
Mantis religiosa. Yeah, even the even the Latin goes into the whole praying concept. Of course it does. It's Latin. It's the language of the church in uh, a time long, long past. It still is in some, some places. That's for true some of the church. Um, so since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for a segment that's very near and dear to my heart, and that segment is, of course, critter groups. The part of the show where I ask Joe a question, and that question is the same every time, and that's what's the name of a group of this animal, or what is the term of venery for this animal, or what is the collective noun? You saw Congregation, group. final answer. You've got to be kidding me. Is that really it? <laughs> Darn it! You, you oh, I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, wait a minute. Just give me the, give me the, I want to hear the no, choices anyway. It's not worth it anymore. <laughs> Let's just... Let's just, can we go, let's do the next animal. I was I don't thinking, want to play anymore. <laughs> I was thinking it's got to be congregation. And if it's not, I don't want to have any part of it. And I was thinking this is going to be my downfall. Because of course he's going to put congregation as one of the possible answers. It's so good. Well, I guess we found the term of venery that I like the most. <laughs> it makes sense to me. What about a pack of wolves? I mean, even a pack. It's like, they're not, like, tied together by plastic stuff that kills turtles. So, like... <laughs> or uh, in a in a small cardboard box, like a pack of cards. Yeah. Um, well, I thought you were saying that because you had come across it. No. And I would have been super surprised because it took me a long time to find the, the name for this. Because these guys don't hang out in groups. Um, so nobody really knew, and I'm not even sure if it's I'm if there is an official term of entry, but this is the one that I found um, on the most credible source and most often. But I was going to say A, Ascension, B, Ballot, C, Congregation, and D, Deaconate. <laughs> that would also be fun. Um, so, yeah, and even if I said that, you probably still would have gone with Congregation. So ding, 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 you got it correct. Hooray. A ballot was a nice dark horse. Yeah, I was trying to trying to throw you off the the scent. Actually, when I wrote it down, I was pretty sure you weren't going to pick congregation just because it was too on the nose. Good, it was too on the nose. Was... I maybe I wouldn't have, but I might have just because I love it so much. But yeah, it's a congregation of praying uh, mantises, even though they're not praying at all. I mean, they are, but with an E instead of an A. <laughs> Very true. Would you like to hear a description of this animal? Yeah, let's. We've been talking about how it's praying so much. So, why don't you why don't you paint a picture for us? So, the European mantis is a classic-looking large green praying mantis. <laughs> uh, it has a long grasshopper-like body, and it is distantly related to grasshoppers, uh, with backward-facing hind legs. It's distinctive. Raptorial first legs are folded and spiked in that characteristic praying shape. And he's got his like hands like like up and like folded like you would fold your hands to pray. Not exactly because you put your hands together to pray and they don't they're not together, but it's they fold their hands down. Yes. They have uh triangle shaped heads with large forward facing compound eyes. They can also fly with locust like wings. Um, mantises, I think that's people, 
people said mantids. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, Either one. They often use camouflage, and many come in a variety of looks from full camo to brilliant colors. Uh, The European variety is a solid green to blend in with leafy plants of Germany's wine country. I I just realized that they look less like they're praying and more like they are a dog begging for a treat. Yes, that's fair. Uh, Are you ready to hear what their size is in relation to something ridiculous? (laughs) Bring it on. Last time went so well um, that I, I, I feel like I could take on the world. Uh, welcome to the beloved measure of segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show where we introduced, that's introduced by you when you send an audio of yourself saying, singing or chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We don't have a new measure up intro this week, so we get to hear from an animal and Carlos has to guess what it is. Okay. I mean, I love hearing from uh people on, on on measure up i mean yeah we, we all know my my feelings on measure up but when somebody sends it at measure up it's like it, it makes really my whole week out of it yeah it really it, do, it really does make it bearable <laughs> and it, like it actually makes my week when it's like oh this person that uh you know i don't know sent in one but it's always always great no matter who sends one in um but uh, when it's just some rando or a honey badger then it's 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 got that that special zing to it. <laughs> uh, well, without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Is that a grizzly bear? Final answer. No, I'm just kidding. That's not a choice. But I'll, would you like to hear the other ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a a robin. B, a toad, C, a squirrel, or D, a cheetah? Cheetah, final answer. You sure? Yep. That's correct. Yeah. I've, I've heard cheetahs make that sound. I've heard toads make that sound, too. Uh, that I found a video that's like, you'll never guess these weird animal sounds, and they do and what we do. No, like oh, really? they, they play the sound, and they give you like four options, and you have to guess in your mind. And then they reveal what it is. We should come up um, with a name for this. Like, uh, There's a link to that video on ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. Measure up creature calls. Something like that. Uh, but let's get right into length. Females are between 7 and 9 centimeters, while males are slightly smaller, like 6 to 7. Let's call it 9 centimeters. Okay, 9 centimeters. I'm going to say 1,000 uh, praying mantises. Final answer. <laughs> Is that the answer? That's so wrong. Uh, yeah, just uh, I, th- I thought I'd I thought I'd take I'd try to steal a little bit of the thunder you stole from me with critter groups, but it seems like it didn't work. <laughs> uh, how many mantids go into the height of a king shepherd? A what? King. Here's your hint. King shepherds are a variant of German shepherds that are much larger than the original. German shepherds have been the subject of controversy in which the kennel club of the UK that breeds and like puts on dog shows uh have bred the characteristic sloping backs into german shepherds but german shepherd breeding clubs that breed working dogs have pointed out that the show dogs are extremely deformed and have really terrible health uh today the kennel club has decided to retrain judges to p 
penalize unhealthy, unhealthily bred deformities. Interesting. When you said King Shepherd, I thought of like um, a pastoral mob boss, <laughs> like a kingpin, but for shepherds. Well, it's actually a German Shepherd ver- variety that comes from America. Okay, and then so this is the one that it does not have the deformities bred into it. It's bred for work. It also has some uh, health issues, like any purebred breeds and stuff like that. And they're working on trying to breed more healthy variety uh, variety of king shepherds. But they're very big, so you, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> just king shepherd just sounds like the biggest of them all of all the it, shepherds. It is. It's the biggest shepherd. Um, and German shepherds are pretty big. Are you, are we talking about height here? Uh, yeah. Height at the shoulders. Um, oh, at the, at the withers and nine centimeters. How many inches is that? Do you know? No. (laughs) (laughs) 3.5 inches. All right. So 3.5 inches. Pretty big bug. Yeah, that is pretty big. Uh, I'm going to say three full feet. A yard is a, would be a, that'd be a pretty, pretty big dog up to the shoulder. So, and we're 3.5 inches, which means that four of them go into 14 inches, which is a little bit more than two, or a little bit more than a foot. So, if I multiply that by three, 42 inches. So, four times three is 12. So, I'm going to say 10. 10 mantises? 10 mantises. And not a thousand, like I said before. The correct answer is 8.7. Oh. Uh, King Shepherds can be as tall as 31 inches or 78 centimeters at the shoulder. Oh, see, I was thinking 36 inches. Uh, how could Very, I? Pretty close. I get it was pretty close. At least I didn't say 1,000. All right, let's talk about weight. Would you like to make a out-of-the-blue guess? Uh, no, I'm, I think I'm done with that nonsense now. <laughs> uh, I'll, well, I'll be good. <laughs> the weight is 5 grams. Uh, how many mantids go into the world's largest wedding cake? Here's a hint. Hmm. The cake was made at the Mohegan Sun Casino in Connecticut in 2004. Little known fact, German chocolate cake was invented in the U.S. and has nothing to do with Germany. It was originally called German's chocolate cake because the chocolate maker, Samuel German, came up with the formulation of baking chocolate used in the recipe. Either way, I've been looking at pictures and I'd like some right now, please. <laughs> Where did this cake come from? Is this you're just linking it back to Germany? Yeah, it's all just Germany stuff. And um, in, in, ironically, neither one of these things have been actually Germany actually, stuff. <laughs> just has the words German somewhere in its history. <laughs> the world's largest wedding cake. It's got to be pretty big. You're not even going to tell me how many people it took and how many people could bake it while they were on a surfboard or whatever. No. No. It, well, it was made by a casino, so it's a venue with a lot of money that goes through it, most likely. And it's not made by an indigenous people group that's small and. <laughs> um, it would need it would need some flat. like inedible uh, internal structural components in order to be as big as I'm envisioning it. But so I, you, I think tiered, it's possible. Wedding cakes can be tiered, which means they can have things besides cake in them you know like you can have an actual like like, plastic structure that's like it's set on yeah so we're gonna go with three i'm gonna say that that cake was a thousand 
pounds. Half a ton. And... I mean, there have been people that have weighed that much. I should go higher. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 2,000 pounds, a full ton. Um, and this is how many grams? Five. Five grams. There are 907,185 grams in a ton. So we're going to go with um, 181,437, uh, give or take. That's how many mantises I think go into the um, this cake. The correct... Answer is 1,363,680. The cake was 6.8 metric tons or 15,000 pounds. Oh, my goodness. 15,032. I was off a little by a little bit. That's a big cake. That's a heavy cake. Yeah, that it is. It must have been huge. But, like, there's no way you can eat it, like... I mean, unless, you, yeah, you must add a lot of people because some of it's going to go bad by the time you get there. Maybe the cake was, like, given to all the casino guests. And the casino across the street <laughs> and to... And, uh, and frozen and saved for the next time that person got married. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the renewal of the vows. It was a... Find your way to look at that. Would you like to hear some fast facts? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, mantids have two big compound eyes, but they also have three smaller eyes on the top of their head. They, they have excellent eyesight, and these multiple eyes help it to see things all around it. They can also rotate their head 180 degrees, and they're the only insect that can. Mantids stand on four limbs and often keep their first limbs folded up. Uh, its long body on four legs makes walking cumbersome, um, but it can fly for longer trips. As an ambush predator with camo, uh, they spend a lot of their time positioned in one spot anyway. Humans eat and reposition their food in their mouth with the jaw and tongue, uh, but mantids have complex finger-like mouth parts that can pull in and reposition food, and it's creepy and gross. If you look at it closely. I, looking at any insect eat is creepy and gross. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to eat vegetables first to get them out of the way, but mantids prefer eating limbs off first. When they're looking at their dinner plate, they're like, limbs first, please. Save the, the best parts for last. Mantid, <laughs> mantids, are, <laughs> mantids are aggressive hunters that will go after almost anything, even much larger prey. They can also, this can also get them killed uh, by equally hungry prey. I saw a video of a mantis trying to eat a uh, locust, and the locust saying, no, 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 me, 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 I want to eat. And it ate the mantis, um, even it's though it was like buggy, about the bug world size. out there. And this, this came moments after the, the, the video said, once a mantis has their prey, it's all, there's zero chance of it escaping. I'm like, that's not true. I just saw that not be true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't escape. It just won. I guess it didn't have to escape. It incorporated the mantis into its being. So mantids lay eggs in pouches called uthica that stick to surfaces. Same. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> when they're ready, up to 200 larvae emerge like an alien chestburster from the uthica. Mm-hmm. 
They go through several instars and develop more and more with each molt. Most, however, don't survive the first instar. Because they're very sensitive to temperatures and food sources, and there's really not that much food that a very tiny mantis can eat. All right. Well, you touched a little bit on the major fact, which is their bug-killing ability. And these guys are extremely lethal uh, if you are near the size of a praying mantis. Um, It is perfectly designed to kill and eat a whole host of different insects. And while it mainly prefers its uh, its kian, grasshoppers, um, it also eats roaches and crickets a lot, a lot. But it also will eat um, occasionally spiders, myriapods, which are millipedes and centipedes and things like that, um, worms and snails. And I was watching an Animal Planet um, video that said, "quote." Also, birds, mice, frogs, snakes, lizards, and soft-shelled turtles cannot escape the deadly speed Goodness and gracious. precision of the praying mantis. And I was thinking, I was like, I, I mean, a soft-shelled turtle, even a baby soft-shelled turtle, is so much bigger than a mantis. even, Or at least just like tough. I don't see it eating it. But I'm not sure if it means that it hunts these animals or if they're just not fast enough to escape the deadly speed and precision of the praying mantis but the chinese praying mantis is like five inches long so i can see it eating like small chicks and frogs and stuff like that but that is ambitious for an insect to 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 do that Um, yeah it's like the uh epomis beetle taking down full full full-grown toads well i saw a video of a mantis sitting on a bird feeder and like a much bigger hummingbird was coming by to drink, and it took a swipe at it, trying to eat the hummingbird. Like, and the, the, the hummingbird, if it wanted to, I guess, could just wreck that mantis's world. But I guess it's all about like confidence. <laughs> confidence <laughs> is key. Yeah. Pray, respect, confidence. Well, think about it. Like, imagine if like a a goose or a duck or something flew at you. You'd freak out, but the reality is you're winning that fight. <laughs> there's not too much it can do to you, and there's a whole lot you can do to it, but still, it's like th- that thing has confidence in you that you do not have. It has it in spades. So I think we found the secret to surviving in the animal kingdom. Uh, the, the praying mantis will also eat other mantises or mantids and often engages in sexual cannibalism where the female eats the male after mating. And that is horrifying, but not uncommon in the insect and arthropod world. I think we talked about that with the nursery web spider. And I'm sure we'll talk about it with other animals going forward, just because it is an interesting thing that happens. And it shows that, like, these, their number one goal is reproduction. Uh, Everything else is secondary, including living after reproduction. Hmm. Um, So it's, the mantis is precision comes from its like you said its compound eyes which are two eyes that are actually made up of thousands of little eyes and a lot of bugs have this you know flies and things like that but that it doesn't have like the kind of depth perception that a lot of predatory mammals have or that you and i have its eyes are too close together but in order to accommodate for this the mantis will sway its head back and forth um, to watch how its prey moves against the background, and it can judge distance that way. So, like, if the prey is moving a little bit and the background is moving a lot, it knows it's really close. 
and if the background and the and the prey are moving uh, a lot more their their speed is a lot more similar then it's probably further away once it spies its prey it approaches slowly using its camouflage uh, until it's in striking range and then it launches its front folded raptor raptorial legs out at the at the prey and this is this is pretty similar to the way the mantis shrimp hunts but unlike the mantis shrimp the praying mantis isn't trying to stun its prey with an angry fist um, instead it's launching its legs over the prey and then kind of like scooping it up in a, in a very bad hug <laughs> and um, the sharp spines that are located on the underside of the legs you know trap the trap the the animal insect whatever um the spikes don't always penetrate like a prey's exoskeleton but they definitely get caught in the wings legs and chitinous hairs and at this point researchers used to think that the mantis would kill the prey with a neck slice with its mandibles uh, but then they noticed that it doesn't really go through the trouble of rotating uh prey once it's caught in order to get to the neck so it actually kind of just starts eating whatever part of the prey is closest to its mouth and like you said that's usually legs especially for like grasshoppers and things like that if you've caught it from behind you're probably going to have a bunch of grasshopper leg in your face so why not just start <laughs> munching there um and it also prefers prey that is still moving that is still alive um this is a uh, this is it, it's brutal and it doesn't have to be mantis <laughs> chill mantis just kill your oh, prey that's... be do what the people the the aliens in James Cameron's Avatar do, and just give it a silent death and uh, and a quick one, and uh, thank it for y it, your, the nourishment. <laughs> instead, instead of just munching on the part of it that's so that it doesn't die. But like the Pomus beetle, that's and that's kind of the strategy: keep it alive as long as possible. So I'm glad I'm not a bug. But that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. So, for you out there in Podcastia, fold your hands, pray for blessings, and be ready to strike when blessings come your way, like the praying mantis here on Life, Death, and Taxonomy. Hey everyone, Carlos here with a quick reminder to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you like our show. Even if you listen on a different app, the reviews on Apple Podcasts really help us get seen and rank higher so that we can share more interesting animal info with more people. Anyway, thanks for listening and helping us out, and we'll see you next week. Life, Death, and Taxonomy is my favorite in the world podcast. <laughs> a lot of times when you use that, like, that cadence... I think of, uh, hold your breath, make a wish, come with me, <laughs> and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Is that a meme now? No. Oh, oh. That's when you said that. I was imagining. I was just thinking of like just anything that Disney does. Make a wish. Believe in yourself. Oh no, build, that's build a brighter tomorrow. Something like that. I'm not sure what the words are, but something like that is how that song starts. From the movie? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make a wish. Count to three. Count to three. Come with me.